Welcome to the podcast Kenya. We are your hosts, Andy Davies, Clear Earnshaw and Leon Weche. We are here to discuss all things training, nutrition, health and mindset. We aim to share knowledge through our own experiences and by interviewing local and international experts in their field. Our goal is to provide education and empowerment. We hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to episode five of the podcast. And uh, Leon cheated on us yesterday, Andy. He was on someone else's podcast. I saw, I saw something on yeah, Instagram. What's yeah, it was, yeah. A, it was a client of mine. He's starting his own podcast, so he featured me. It was, well, his client now, where we have similar interests, so I can call him a friend. So he's been thinking of doing it. So he invited me to be his first guest. So, what's the, what's the podcast about? Um, he used to train, and uh, so now he's back to getting like his life in order and everything. So he's trying to do a podcast of like, like people who inspire him and you know the lifestyle. So, men's style training, um, business, and and tech. So things because he he's a techie. So. Yeah. Things around his uh, his work and just lifestyle and his journey to getting back to being healthier and fitter and yeah, so he'll be doing the podcast and also documenting on his YouTube. So it's uh it's something to just get him back to a good mental space. So he's 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 enjoying it, and I thought it'd be it'd be nice to support him and yeah also yeah, yeah a, be on the other side of the podcast yeah that's your yeah. first podcast have you been on another one being interviewed andy yeah i have not recently mm. oh yeah i remember oh, you yeah. you did one yeah. yeah yeah it was nice just just a chat i guess yeah. used to doing that you're here you, you're used yeah, to so. it like it's not although that's i don't know andy if you saw the setup it was amazing oh man that yeah, would no, be like, a little bit studio, intimidating that, that, that was half the like oh. the half of the setup side you saw like because there was one camera on me one camera on him one in front where we can see how we look and then just the it's it's a it's not a big room but the guy has just done an amazing setup with his uh same l desk style and then where he does the edits and the cables are managed well it's, it's something i look at but it's it's just a clean nice setup and yeah, when you're there, you're like, geez, this, this is like the Joe Rogan podcast, man. Like, because we were supposed to wear headphones where you hear yourself mm-hmm. to make sure, you know, your sound is good. Mm-hmm. Which I found weird because as you're yeah. trying to think on yeah. what to say, you, you're hearing your playback. But okay, then again, weird. yeah, I, I, it would be you weird. Get used to it. No, I, I, I didn't wear, yeah, but okay. uh, there was now another. F- the friend of ours who's running his YouTube would now just wear and listen and make sure sound is good. But yeah, you realize there's, there's, there's studios that like do it on another level. Which is, which is great that it's kind of coming up. Um, and yeah, and you can do live yeah. calls there. Yeah, yeah, that's, 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 that would be fun. Like if you wanted guys yeah. to call in, would be like mine setup and yeah, like even say you're, we can still record at his studio with you being like in the UK. He still has that, like yeah. he has the thing connected and the audio, everything will still be good. 
whether you're in any anywhere in the world like he can he does like live interviews mm-hmm. and guys still do recordings um uh, like how do you like not physically they're in the studio but mm-hmm. yeah it's just uh, he said he's worked on it for years it's, it's quite the investment and it's a huge investment you know, yeah. yeah when you're there you're like, thinking oh man you must be doing well or whatever but he's like it's taken him a long time and when when he tells you that you respect it and you're like okay yeah now and it's you know. it's most things take a long time i think ig just makes it seem like yeah. overnight success but you yeah, know it 100%. does take years but i also find like with podcasts it's you know for me that would put me off podcasting if i had to go to a studio i think it's just yeah you know if you're like i can just i'm coming here we have a date at 10 11 with andy you don't need to get in your yeah. car if you've got yeah. a studio in your house great yeah, yeah, yeah. But, one day. You know, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, you know, a bit different to go, oh, I would travel into the yeah. studio. Yeah. But guys I know who do that, like, yeah. and a lot of people hire studio space in London. It's always yeah. the same, same studio, essentially. We all look the same. Yeah. Um, and I think you have to record a few episodes in one go to make it Yeah, he did. he did two. Exactly. He recorded two. Exactly, especially if you're not making money from your podcast. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's starting. So he did two yeah. episodes and did his intros there. Like just, we were there yeah. maybe from 10, 10.30, and I think he left there at 4 or 5. So. Oh, wow. And yeah. for him, it's, it's good because it keeps him busy. But what I, I enjoyed is because it gave me an idea of, little things you can add here just to make our pod because he said um, the mic is good like just like like he's doing it for business like his is hires a studio that's that's work but just seeing that it makes you realize okay there's small small things you can add and it just just makes his work easier like his macro pads it's just shortcuts buttons and you know like recording here i have to go on the mouse and look for you just have a shortcut press and it's mm. just, it's just a different level but yeah. you can you can do it that big i guess if you're trying to make money but also you know like you say just a nice pc and you 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 can still you can still make it mm. worth it Cause content yeah cuz i think here maybe a light would be well, yeah. my desk bad enough my yeah. de- you know i've got massive monitor two yeah. laptops yeah that's yeah, you just need i guess light if you want backdrop of podcast logo which yeah same yeah, here green. Like, very saying, small like roll, top, yeah roll roll up screen behind you yeah yeah because we're we're doing it more for educational not not really to make yeah. money so yeah, yeah investments would be different but but still, it if it, it was, was commercial, nice we'd be doing rubbish, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'd I have we'd for, actually have to. We'd, <laughs> we'd be hiring a studio and doing three episodes a weekend. If if it was okay. like if you, because he's he's going for the whole you know trying to look for sponsors and that's why we were having coffee as we recorded, just to show that coffee comes in. So you know, and potential sponsors like whatever coffee shop see and they're like okay you know we can we can get on board so he's he's going that route all that yeah. all that mm. depends on following and i sometimes find mm. podcasts if someone's built an organic following it's got a better feel than yeah. something that's been commercialized from the beginning yeah because yeah, the best podcasts for me are ones that just started and they got popular yeah because that's that's and his plan he's going youtube TikTok, yeah, he's going, and he's trying to get it 
commercial from day one, get sponsorships from day one. Or... Yeah, later he'll he'll but but it's it's he's even just made a page yesterday. Like it's a whole zero followers, no. So he's starting mm. from scratch. So it'll be it'll keep him busy. Good to see how it grows. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. A, it's a, it's a positive for him, so gets gets him mentally in the right place. So it's, it's and it's just a lesson, like, whatever you want to do, just start. Like, it's never yeah, going to yeah. be perfect. You know, if it's a podcast or if it's your fitness journey, you know, you just, you just got to yeah. put yourself out there. That's, so what, that's a good Yeah, that's what he said, because yeah. he's been procrastinating for years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like and, it, years and it doesn't actually. have to be expensive, like, for us. The way oh, yeah. st- I mean, the biggest investment was the, the microphone. Yeah. Other than that, you know, you I think yeah. just you know go go for it yeah. if you're going to do it. But anyway, mm-hmm. we are here to talk about how to build your chest, your shoulders, and your arms because mm-hmm. last season we did legs and back, um, and I think a lot of you enjoyed that. So now we'll move on to yeah, chest, shoulders, arms, and yeah, ladies, even for you. I don't know why ladies don't like to change chest. I love it. Is that one of my favourites? I hate training arms, though. Um, I love training arms. Maybe it's because you've got big ones. It's yeah, like, they oh. just they just grow, so I, I like keeping them <laughs> there. But I think it's they're, they're quite interesting ones to talk about because I think here, mm. you know, like certain muscles respond more to volume, things like that. So I think this will be quite an interesting episode, like especially, you know, training in lengthened position, shortened position, you know, talking about volume, because I, you know, you know, just for example, I think a lot of people assume like, oh, arms, you must, you know, just do high reps. Yeah. Mm, not necessarily. So yeah, I think let's 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 start with chest, shall we? Mm. The pecs. Um. So yeah, Andy, yeah, I'll I'll toss the ball chest. into your into your court there. The ones who enjoy yeah. um, <laughs> chest day. Every day is chest day. I hate cool. chest day. Um. No. Yeah. So. In relation to just talking about women, you know, for competitors in bikini class, I tell them to stop doing chest. We just we just take it out of mm. the thing because it's got no benefit to a physique. Now, the exception is, and I say this to a lot of women, with chest, it's not going to necessarily improve your physique, but it is enjoyable. So do it if you enjoy it. And we stick it in. It's great for the added thing of... I use a lot of inclined chest work for women. Obviously, with men... Most men that come to you have done a bit of chest pressing in their life. They're not, you know, of some description, be it on a machine, be it even a press-up. You know, it's been, in their lives, men, from an early age, are taught <laughs> a pressing movement. Mm-hmm. You know, Push you're up. in school, you, you, know, you get told to do press-ups from, like, you know, before you're even seven or whatever, if you join, like, a... It used to be a punishment you know, in school. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I used to love press-ups. I could do loads of yeah. them. It was great. Um... And so I was like, you know, rugby, when we say, okay, jump down and give us 20 press-ups. Like, oh, right. oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but it's one of those, and for women, the benefit is strength because a lot of women will come never having done any sort of pressing motion, having zero strength in that, that chest region to even do one press up on the knees let alone one full press up you know and then with that you know the, the knock-on benefits of increasing strength outside of being a competitor is important um i think you know also the chest doesn't work alone 
we all talk about isolation and you know we don't but a lot of people talk about isolating a chest but reality that's almost completely impossible depending on who you are mm. some guys with the best shoulders have the weakest chest and that's because a lot of their pressing exercises the shoulders take over mm-hmm. um, and vice versa so you know it just shows you like your chest works in connection with your shoulders and your triceps, triceps yeah. to a certain extent because well it's not so much the chest is working with the triceps it's the motion of pressing recruits and engages the triceps now if you've got very strong triceps it means they, you know you've got a habit of taking over as well so you know your shoulders can take over your triceps so and i don't think we should be scared of that i you know i'm a firm believer in if you are a presser that is shoulder dominant we pull it in the shoulder portion of the workout it's not you know and look for other things to engage the chest a bit more in isolation but you know with exercises that recruit one or more muscles lean into that use that as you know you 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 know it's like more compound exercise in the setup the way i tend to set up chest is i do it i always do sort of push there with chest and shoulders anyway mm-hmm. because i don't see the point in me trying to separate out shoulders and chest it just just doesn't work so i tend to warm up on not warm up but start my sessions with you know some short lateral shoulder raises then some cable flies mm-hmm. just get those joints moving but also sort of pre-fatigue the shoulders a little bit before going to chest but then you know doing cable flies then it's just get, getting blood into that chest and then hitting the pressing um to be fair think about it now i do get a bit of elbow pain i probably could do a bit dips or something just before doing my chest and don't yeah, at the moment but could do if you've got a bit of elbow pain you need to get a bit more fluid get your elbows warmed up you could you know add that to the mix as well and if you are a tricep dominant presser you might want to take on some uh kind of tricep work pre-press mm-hmm. pre-pressing work so it's you know I always say lean into your strengths and don't be scared of them if you know if you if you're good at the pressing and it's all chest great you've probably got a massive chest and then we need to look a bit more focus on your on your shoulders yeah. now with women it's a case of just almost building from the beginning a lot of you know not women that have been training for a while but say you know a woman that comes to you having done very little training or has been doing classes and various things and dieting and hasn't actually had chance to build build up any muscle in the chest for strength purposes and she's probably going to have some instability issues mm-hmm. there's probably going to be an imbalances shoulders and those imbalances and this is where you know, training chest does come in from a purely aesthetics purpose it's not that important from a strength balance you know an increasing you know sort of having um a physique or a muscle that you know works in harmony with the others is, is quite important so you know you've almost got to break it down from the beginning with them start with it could be anything very you know like machine chest work before yeah i would never stick a newbie straight under a bench press bar 
Yeah. I've seen that done. I'm like, yeah. to be fair, I don't even like bench pressing myself because, yeah, you each bar's a bit different, each setup's a bit different. It's okay if you go to the same gym over and over again and you got your bench down, you got used to it. But by the time I have to, you know, adapt my my lifting to the, the setup, it's like a waste of a bit of time. I've mm. wasted a couple of sets probably. Yeah. You know, so I do them. I prefer dumbbells, and I would start with some sort of dumbbell pressing. You know, for for a woman just to get into that, and maybe, you know, assisted press ups. You know, if we're talking about just starting from day one, I'd probably set up with some assisted press up work. Um, as a pressing exercise, maybe introduce some dumbbells in there as well start that journey and then look at some flies some sort of flying motion yeah. um, and then combine that with some shoulder work mm-hmm. yeah I think I think personally dumbbells are much better from the barbell I think I think when it comes mm-hmm. to chest pressing barbell is a bit overrated um, yeah. most people will benefit more and just get better end of motion when it comes to the dumbbell and I, I think people press differently and feel it differently whereas with a barbell it's locked in that position so I think unless unless you're a power lifter I don't know, even weightlifters don't do don't, don't do bench but if you're yeah. a power lifter where you are trying to get strong for a certain move, movement or other exercise yeah I think you'll benefit more from body weight, you know, push-ups. There's so many variations. You can increase range of motion with push-ups. You can load with chains, vest. Then you have the dumbbells. You can you can just see, you know, you can use dumbbells to find which ranges of motion and even uh, sort of angles work best for you, especially if you're a beginner. There's, you know, as a beginner, no one, you're not... You're not inclined to get like form on day one. You're you, you can experiment, and it's like if I do this, I feel a pinch on the shoulder. You know, if I do this, it feels fine, and and you can tell which one works best for you. So I think the I think on my list, if it comes to hypertrophy, and I guess just strength where you're not competing, I'd put dumbbells first. I'd program dumbbells machines if you can. Body weight than like a barbell last when it comes to any horizontal pressing. That that would be my yeah. yeah. Uh, you know what? And a lot for you know women. Yeah. You know, and we're talking about now. I won't do flat pressing. Nope. I tend to do an incline press. You know because then that sort of that sort of top line mm-hmm. is more activated. You are going to get full back activation, but but the level of force. At a different point, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, and you're right. It's it's you know, dumb barbells are a very fixed plane of motion, and that's why most chest injuries in the gym, tears and stuff, come from flat bench barbell press. Yeah, <laughs> flat bench press, you know, um, because you know, especially in a gym you've never trained at, and you just get under a bar and you put your hands where we normally go on one you're used to going and the bar's slightly got a slightly different you know balance to it and you know you just end up pulling a bit wide and 
Yeah, and I think, well, with every exercise, but since you're on pressing or chest press, if you get under a bar, it's a barbell, and you do a press, and it feels off your shoulders and you don't like it, there's maybe pain, there's nothing wrong with stopping and trying something else. It's yeah. There's no rule you have to do. The same way there's no rule you have to do a barbell squat, it's just the same with with the bench press, unless you're trying to become a powerlifter or exactly. you train as a powerlifter. This power is the lifter. problem. A lot of young guys are told you've got to bench press. And to be fair, a lot of young guys you start oh, yeah. training, start training at home with a bench and a barbell. Oh, yeah. And, you know, that's how we start. Mm -hmm. you know. Bench press over oh. press, standard. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's so, true. Reality is... Yeah, you don't have to do any one exercise. Yeah, yeah. I think I'd, I'd say more people need to... If uh, you're trying to get strong at the chest, I'd say I'd put dumbbells on top and try programming more dumbbells, see how that works for you. And if you can access machines, try dumbbells and machines. Um, I can guarantee you will grow more muscle that way. Mm -hmm. If uh, Especially if the barbell just feels off which to me whenever I do the bubble and I know for I haven't done it in a very long time but before when I thought it was the law that I have to bench press it felt a bit weird and I it's I always had the shoulder niggle and I would work on it get better than since in my mind it is the law to grow you must flat bench press I'd be back under the bar and then the shoulder would eventually again it's, yeah it's an issue and i think so many people have shoulder issues mm -hmm. mobility issues in the shoulder tight pecs especially gents even women because you know you just that's a muscle that a lot of people don't even think about stretching and you know your pec minor attaches up here on your shoulder so it can cause a lot of people have that internal rotation of yeah. the shoulders and you know that's another reason why you can get so many sort of injuries there that's again why a barbell is not always your best bet because like you guys were just saying it's a fixed position and generally most people have one side that is stronger than the other and with a barbell the strong side is always going to take over so yeah i think dumbbells are such a great option but also spending a bit of time just again like basic biomechanics how does your shoulder joint move like mm -hmm. it, it just pains me when people are at that 90 degrees pressing you're like that's just <laughs> not ideal for a hypertrophy but b your shoulder health you want that 95 degree angle there you know and that's very hard to achieve with a barbell because your your grip is is like this yeah, it's it's people's levers people's levers are different lengths mm -hmm. some people mm -hmm. just aren't built a bit like squatting some people just aren't built to effectively bench press deep. Mm. No, or they have, or they're really um, like hypermobile. In that case, yeah, that could so, be yeah. really, really bad. Or you see, you know, when someone is is coming down in the press, like the elbows go way down, and you're like, well, yeah. well now you've just gone too far. So there's there's so many ways to do it, and. Just going back, I do think for women there is some aesthetics there for chest because, okay, it's not growing your boobs for you, but it's really giving you definition in that area. So just putting that out there. I suppose, <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things where, yes, 
but with breast mass on top, it is something. And women have their boobs in slightly different positions, they grow in different you know positions. So for some, yeah, you may see it. Others, you might not, you know, because you know there's a lot of mass, and it depends where your pecs underneath attach as well. And you know, so majority, I don't, I you know, from a definitely from a competitive point of view, oh, you could yeah. be. No, you no. could, you know, you can spend a lot of time doing chess exercises where you could have switched them out for something that will have a more dramatic effect on the physique. No, 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 I think for sure. you can, you can see a difference. I think, though, for bang for your buck is where it's more, you know, you, if you go drop anything to, I, you know, I'd want more shoulder work than chest work for competitor oh yeah no for competitor and i agree 100 percent um but it is yeah i mean i personally don't really do much flat 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 work Uh, i've just done a little bit on a swiss ball because it's just you know you're getting more muscle groups than just Mm. chest but yeah yeah, generally i'll do like a low incline like a 30 degrees a 45 degrees and then a 65 degrees um and i'll do that for my clients you know and just go through all those different ones because you know, at each Same elevation, way. you're getting slightly more chest versus shoulders, um, and it's just giving a bit more variety. And it will be um, dumbbells, machines. Like for me, I'm sure I've never fitted into machines for for chest work. Yeah. It's always been the angle has never worked for me <laughs> personally. Um, but there is one bar I like, and that's the Swiss bar because it lets yeah, you go yeah, into that neutral. You you've got a neutral grip, and you can choose know where you want to be so you can find you know that 45 degree angle or i mean you can go wider narrow depends what you want to target but that that's the only bar that also, i will use also i guess a, a tip for guys struggling with form if you can get um uh what are they called they're like hip circles the round bands oh. you can get light ones and uh, have them around your wrist and before every session just do few push-ups five six nothing to get you tired and just the tension pulling in on each uh, wrist will get you will get you to find where your elbow drives through um, the most convenient for you so just try do that and even if you have a very light band you can stretch out wide and you enjoy barbell bench pressing with a bar you, you can use that and It'll give you a good motion where you will be able to target the chest without your elbows flaring. Sorry, sorry, flaring to ninety degrees, and you'll you'll be able over time, as you keep doing that, you're sending the signal, I guess, motor signals, and you will find, you know, the range of motion and where your elbows are best to contract and use your chest better so yeah that's a good that's one because i think you, yeah mark bell had the slingshot oh, that one yeah that, that's if you have money that's to a, that. but then but it's kind of like that helps you lift more as well it does because it has like that rebound but he's, effect, but he's big on powerlifting yeah so yeah, yeah no, he's powerlifter but what leon said i think that's a really good one yeah if you just it's, it's like a cheap version of that just a light I, usually the green ones where you can stretch out yeah wide. the light ones and you will for everyone it, it can be different but just by doing just push-ups with that and it it helps send a signal to your brain you know this is where we want to be to engage the the most 
a bit chest, a bit of, I guess, a bit of triceps. Like we said, you don't really isolate, but, and it's also another way you, if you've been doing wrong form a bit and you use the bands, as you're correcting that form and getting the right path for your movement, it might, it'll feel awkward. It'll feel very different. And um, yeah, so that's, that's where you'll know, okay, maybe, maybe I've been doing, I've been doing it wrong. So try it out. Mm. It's a, it's a good tip that helped me when I was uh, suffering left shoulder niggles every time. Yeah. Yeah. After I saw that, it's actually Mark Bell because he was talking about his slingshot Mm. and then he, he he showed the tip with the bands like a budget slingshot. So try mm. it. it. It does it does really help and it does work. There are mm. there are you know some good shoulder machines. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah if you find it for your height. Okay. Um, <laughs> one of the best things is when you, you know, you're a bit bigger and you struggle to actually fit in it from the opposite way as a man. You, know, you have to go yeah, sideways <laughs> and bring your shoulder yeah. around. You're like yeah. yeah. <laughs> Too big for the handles, but no um. <laughs> But like the, the Atlantis incline press, mm-hmm. I loved that one. Oh yeah, that's still do. It was um, it was made well. Well, it was made well. Um, mm. A lot of them, it's a handle spacing's the issue. Yeah. So if you can get one with either adjustable handle placements or placements where there's multiple places to grip, then it's fine. Yeah. I love a plate loaded machine mm-hmm. generally because yeah. you know progress you can adjust it incrementally but generally mm-hmm. the mechanisms were relatively heavy on their own yeah on a lot of them. that one um, at um fit rev i think like you yeah. know if you were doing a drop set or was something that, you could use atlantis that, that, yeah, no, that, 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 that one, one was that was good i will even i could fit in it if yeah. i put a yeah it's, uh, that's probably the best one block. Uh, it's adjustable <laughs> yeah yeah i think uh, yeah, no i'm just i'm just trying to think of which machines also i i, I think yeah that one the atlantis and maybe I know a good one for shoulders is the I don't know what it's called but I'll just call call it a seated shoulder press where no a standing shoulder press sorry uh, where you're standing with the backrest and you're pressing uh, what is this horizontally as you stand up it's a it's a good one I was I was watching Stan Efferding talk about it uh, and yeah. how it's good if you have uh, yeah if you've been suffering shoulder issues and it, it's it's a good one to build up back to yeah. Pressing, yeah, and, uh, okay. Like, yeah, that's the thing. The problem with machines, and this is why dumbbells will always be superior, is a dumbbell will let you fit your natural place yeah. motion. Oh, yeah, big time. If you, but however, if you can find a machine that fits you and feels good, then it's amazing. It's just, you know, each machine's a little bit different. Yeah, and finding the good ones are hard. So, if in doubt, when programming for other people, either see what we enjoy and don't enjoy, and then go from there. But also start off with dumbbells and go. Yeah, yeah. The only issue, yeah. I'd say the only issue with dumbbells, like when they get heavy, it's just so hard to get up. Well, that's, it's a progression. <laughs> progression dumbbells it's, it can be tough. it's tough. But early on, yeah. I would say initially the progression's easier like the increments on lower dumbbells yeah don't feel like miles apart once you start getting you know going from a four ekg dumbbell to a 45 or 50 to a 55 if there's nothing in between some gyms mm-hmm. don't have say a 52.5 or nope. and then you're on for 55 kgs or 
then it jumps to 60. And then and 70. Then, yeah, and then 70. Yeah. And then it's missing out. And you're like, <laughs> yeah. you know, I mean, big jumps when you're like doing small bits of progress. So, yeah. you know, and especially with fixed dumbbells where you can't, you know, change your weight. That's why, you know, at home, adjustable dumbbells are great oh, yeah. because, yeah, you can do that. But even then, you know, it's <laughs> so, quite quick to max I, out yeah. when you're plate using. I guess that's that's where if you if you're lucky enough to get like a bodybuilder's sort of quote unquote bro gym, you you will mm-hmm. always find the in between numbers because it's it's been taught out by a bodybuilder, someone who's been through the same struggles. But a lot of yeah. commercial gyms just jump from five to ten. It's to, it's a lot. Yeah. Okay, so if someone <laughs> wants to grow their chest, what what would be your like? Frequency, rep ranges, what would you suggest? Like with, with everything, frequency, it, you know, for me is key. You know, you're going to be doing at least two chest sessions a week. So for me, it's like two, it's either a two push or a push and an upper, mm-hmm. but will be a chest dominated up, upper. Um, you know, if you're looking to grow the chest and you're also looking at, you know, prioritizing your chest workouts at the beginning and after a rest period being the first session back so it would be let's increase the chest so let's do you know say we're starting on monday it'd be you know push session on monday with you know as i said i tend to lead into the chest rather than starting with a chest i don't like to start with a big pressing movement only because chance of injuries I think are relatively great until you've warmed up properly. And I like to use other exercises as a, a lead in to getting those joints um, warmed and, and, and fully full of blood and synovial fluid moving in the joints. So, you know, you look at, again, you know, you're looking at frequency, keeping it to twice, prioritization for chest keep it on a day post rest period and depending on how your diet's structured if it's fixed macros across it's easy if don't you know just make sure you're getting enough protein on, on your days you know it's like you know there's no point doing all this work if you're not actually eating to fulfill you know fulfill the destiny yet. you know it's uh if you want it to grow you gotta feed it you gotta work it and yeah it's it's what you can recover from then you know based on frequency some people get they, a lot a lot of people get a lot of doms in the chest you know i get a little bit of tightness but never really get massive doms in the chest never have um but it's you know i think you know prioritization and then you're looking at each individual you look at how many working sets and reps for different people varies greatly you know because again it's all down to recoverability yep mm. so i'm likely to do three chest-based sets uh three not sets exercises so i'll do a pressing i'll do a fly and then i tend to do another press but it's more probably going to be like a, a wide grip dips type situation you know weight dips with elbows a little bit flared out mm-hmm. to really you know and then, you know, go hard. And, you know, with my pressing movement being probably my most amount of sets and reps. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And, and then, yeah, just building the shoulders into that around it. Yeah. What's your favourite rep scheme? Well, uh, um, I'm more into, uh, I'd say, high intensity. So trying to get to failure, even though when it yep. comes to dumbbells, which is what I program and use mostly, it's hard to really get to failure. So I would advise against failing with the dumbbells unless you have a very good spotter. So RP89, I'd say where you have, you feel like you have one, two reps left in the tank. And then I keep it between, uh, like, just like Andy said, the first exercise, which is my, like, say meat and potatoes, which is a dumbbell press. I do three to f- three to four sets max, and I'd only add like the fourth one if I feel like after three, it's one of those days I'm like, okay, um, I could I could push either a heavy a heavy set again or a back off where I just get pump into 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 the into the chest, feel it more. Because sometimes I notice with heavy heavy dumbbells. After a few reps, it's like, okay, um, did I really feel the chest? I did feel the stretch, but maybe I wasn't contracting well. So it depends on the session. But I'd say two, two to four sets of uh, anything between, because I'm I'm big on like JP and Scott Stevenson. So after doing their program, I keep my mm-hmm. reps between five to thirty. So if it's like a back off, I'm going fifteen yeah. plus. Yeah. And if it's my working, I'm doing six seven eight nine if i do ten okay that you know that was a good set i i'm trying to hit a heavy set between seven to nine so i know okay i've gotten stronger whatever and i logbook everything so i'm able to track this and if you're that kind of person that will guide you to know if you're progressing and then same thing about three exercises so how i program is i start with the compounds push for push day which would be chest, shoulders, tricep. So I'll do the compounds for those ones and then sort of what could be considered isolation, which I'll do dips, push-ups, and then flies get my shoulders very, like, if you're like me where you find after doing flies, you're, you get you get impinged shoulders or it just doesn't feel right, so I don't do flies. I do dips, push-ups, and then... Since we use a lot of dumbbells, yeah, I'll, I'll 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 do more dumbbell sets there, and then yeah, I'm trying to think which. Yeah, no, I do a lot of yeah dip dips instead of flies because just that external, uh, what is it, abduction? My shoulders just it I always left shoulder after flies, and I've tried over time not doing it, and then doing my mobility or rehab. And it still, if, if, so I've stopped because yeah. it, it always comes, the pain always comes back when I try. Mm. Yeah, so I stick to dumbbells. Uh, the only time I use, obviously, barbell is shoulders uh, and push, but yeah. yeah, it's... Well, I think, yeah. No, yeah, it's just dumbbells, high, uh, higher volume on the top set main exercise, and then the rest I'll, I'll you know, I'll play it how depending on how the pump feels and if if I've because I try make sure after my first exercise, like if I'm doing dips or push-ups, if I can do more than ten to fifteen, then I feel like I I 
did not really push my first set so my first exercise and since we train uh, in our gym we don't have a lot of equipment so i can't do like a dumbbell press and then continue exhausting with a machine so i make sure my first exercise is where i like it feels like i've done 10 exercises where if i'm doing push-ups yeah. they're super hard so and i guess that's some that's a tip for guys who don't have a lot of equipment you can you can incorporate that but if you do i'd say like andy said three three exercises max yeah yeah like uh, with rep range i've been doing something a bit more interesting recently but instead of doing a classic warm-up i will pyramid my warm-up to my top set so rather than doing it like just going through emotions of sort of pyramiding what I'll do is my aim is to I mean get harder and actually more like feeder sets and what you say mm. warm-up sets because yeah. they actually are a little bit working sets and I try to get up to six reps if I can just about do six reps and then I'll do two sets of those and then I'll do two back off sets where I'm looking to get 15 to 20 reps and just literally fill it with blood Mm. Which does mean that exercise, and I only do some pressing, which means that exercise can feel a little bit longer. But mm. yeah. you know, my, my true working sets, you know, although if I'm doing before row sixes, I might do tens and eights. You know, yeah. I might do a couple of tens and eights. So you know, they're good. Um, you know, that's why I'm keeping my exercise levels down to three exercises. Yeah. You know, on for chest, and I do something similar with shoulders on the same day. So I do maybe three shoulder exercises, and then slip into a couple of tricep exercises as well. But mm. you know, um, more mm. isolation because we've got the pressing and we've got the, the dips. So yeah, yeah, you're covering it. So shoulders. Everyone wants nice 3D shoulders, mm. um, <laughs> and. Yeah, so let's, should we talk about like our favorite shoulder exercises? And then again, I think shoulders, you can probably hit a bit more with volume mm -hmm. um, and it can be a bit hard to go heavy. Otherwise it just, I mean, you can go heavy on some, but that can look for presses. many people a little bit ugly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, remember you've got, I mean, your shoulders, quote unquote 3D, you've got your, your yeah. anterior delts, lateral delts, rear delts. We covered the rear delts in the back, so I think we well, can I say, yeah, leave rear those out. For, rear delts are for, for back days. Yeah. So discuss that with backs. Um, but to have good shoulders, you need to have good rear delts. Mm -hmm. So don't skip them. Don't skip them on your back day. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm lucky. I feel my shoulders are pretty decent. One of my stronger uh, features when yeah, competing. Both, both of you have got um, good... Yeah, that's why I always... Good cushiony yeah. shoulders. I always start with chest because shoulders are just like they grow they do they're 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 okay so it's like mine don't grow i'll just start it's really sad. <laughs> I'll just start with the and chest. i've tried every like all sorts <laughs> but anyway so i think generally for me anyway i think you're hitting a lot of anterior delt with your pressing movements yeah. so i rarely will do like an isolation anterior delt move um just because i think that you've hit them a lot especially depending on what angle you've done. I think overhead pressing is highly overrated for delts. Yeah. Um, you know, I think you're better off at a slight decline to really get them. Um, but yeah, lateral delts for sure. Like, I mean, it, it is an isolation exercise. Um, and I, I mean, I think cable 
cables are amazing for lateral delts. If you can, you can get a really nice angle. And remember, it's that 45 degree scapular plane, is it called? I think a lot of people make a mistake and just go out straight 90 degrees. Um, and, and form is important with, with lateral raises because um, you don't want your wrist higher than your elbow and you're not like coming up here otherwise it's going to turn into a trap exercise and a lot of people just feel traps when they do (laughs) and they when Mm. they do lateral delt exercises so i think this is where it's useful to either have a coach or film yourself when you're doing it and don't go too heavy like really feel that muscle working before you start swinging around weights and those would be my tips there that's so with um shoulders yeah, I always start with lateral raises. I think as a general warm-up, even for before chest, you know, because lateral, you're not going to be doing super heavy lateral raises. Well, you shouldn't be. Effectively. Mm-hmm. No. So it's a good way of safely getting blood into, you know, a synovial fluid pumping in the joint. So, you know, so many people will get them wrong you know, it, it does. I'm forever looking at people confused in the gym. <laughs> we probably all did it at some point, but like leading with a wrist or, you know, up here. Yeah. And yeah, it's just like, you know, think, you just got to really think what you're doing with, with them. It's not, you know, you, know, you don't have to go even to a horizontal. I never go, you know, I barely ever go to fully horizontal. And, you know, you're trying to, as you said, about 45 degree. But, but there's yeah, I always start with a lateral exercise. Now with you know the anterior, I do enjoy a good overhead press. Not because I think it's that beneficial necessarily, but I do enjoy it. And I tend to stick yeah, it in. Now the the, op- <laughs> the opposite is the fact that if I decide not to do some sort of flat chest press and I do an incline press and I pull it to forty five degrees. I class that as both chest and shoulders then. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I'm covering both, it's right. Yeah. Uh, so if you're running if you're running short on time in the gym, if you want an exercise to try and cover two of those pressing motions, go bang in the middle at a 45-degree angle bench on the press, and then you'll be hitting your shoulders and your chest. Yeah, you know, agreed. And, and you're good. So that is like, you know, time hack. Yeah. You know, if you're short time, do that. Um, and I've done that a few times in my life, just running out of time. But I enjoy an overhead press only because I'm relatively strong in overhead pressing, and I think it's more to do with that. You know, we all we all have things that we do just because we enjoy it. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's one of one of mine. You know. Yeah. Um, and I I could do that on a Smith machine or on a plate loaded machine with dumbbells the only problem i find with dumbbells is when you start getting up to heavier dumbbells is actually getting them up onto your shoulders yeah <laughs> that is a limiting factor for me it's yeah. like try to get up actually onto the shoulders without missing and going over here and that's you know that's the only limiting factor yeah yeah um and once you get up to you know that sort of heavy dumbbell you're better off going to something like a machine or a swift machine or Viking press if your gym has one, or a t- you know T bar attachment. Mm. You can get Viking press handles. Yeah, yeah. You know I enjoy those, or even you know a bar with a T bar attachment with a single straight arm press. You know I enjoy a good overhead press. Um, you know you can kneel down and do those. Um, the fact is, it's just 
you know, for bang for your buck, you know, it is probably, you know, you can do the same with a inclined chest press, mm-hmm. you know, truthfully. Um, but, yeah, so what I tend to do where I set mine up is do three shoulder exercises where it'll be, it tends to be a lateral raise, some sort of pressing, you know, shoulder press of some description. And then I like to do, something I've been doing a lot recently, is upright rows, but doing them properly, not like 90% of the gym. So I keep my arms quite wide and I only bring my arms so my elbows are below horizontal still. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, sometimes I bring it a bit height purposely to engage traps. Most of the time I just do it because I actually find I get a really good lateral pump from doing those, but it's super controlled and not a particularly heavy weight. I, you know, I literally slowly pull it up to the, you know, up the body on a zigzag bar, mm-hmm. you know, hands wide on a, on an almost rotated out grip position. Um, and those work really well at the moment for me, so they're programmed in, you know. Yeah, I, I, no, it's true. Actually, I do overhead presses. I've just been doing the Z press. I think that's very humbling, mm-hmm. very humbling, and it's really good to see your your mobility. And you don't mm-hmm. need heavy weights because I found yeah. being pregnant, I, my upper body strength has just gone, which is so sad because I love you. Got upper the things body. you're doing. I know. I know. It, it's fine. So what I've done because we have that problem, our weights go from ten kilos to. 20 um and sometimes i'm just too lazy to do the adjustable ones so i just pick the i've just picked the 10 and if you're doing a z press oh wow you will be humbled or a half kneeling single arm press or landmine press are really really good if you don't have heavy weights and then what i love are one and a quarter presses single arm those are really hard and so you're doing you come down and then in the hardest position, which is at the bottom, you do an extra quarter rep and back up. That's one rep. Um, so that will really, you know, you're you're increasing your time under tension and you don't need such a heavy weight. So just some little tips there. But I find it's quite good to remember to do single arm pressing. You know, everyone just does think single leg, but single arm work is so important. And you have the added benefit of really challenging your core. Like if you're doing a half kneeling single arm press or an inclined single arm press, you will feel your core on fire. And again, it really helps um, because I think you will definitely notice one arm is weaker than the other. Um, so, yeah, just just a little tip there. But I think, Land- yeah. <laughs> the landmine attachment is a great one, generally, yeah, as I was mm. mentioning. And again, because if you are just doing a full body session, you can combine a landmine squat to to press. So you squat down, come up, yeah. and finish with a press. Yeah. And you're kind of hitting everything. And if you do, go tiptoes, then press, you're getting even a bit of calf work. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of variation where you don't need a lot of equipment if you've got landmine. I said, you, know, you can get a Viking press handles that will fit onto that. That would be so cool, though. That is such yeah. a great, I'd forgotten about that. Yeah, we can do that. But even just the bar is heavy enough for like a landmine press. Oh, yeah. It, it, and it's, and I think that's actually really good if you're doing like a half kneeling single arm landmine press. You're also getting your serratus anterior, which we talked about, but also just for shoulder health, it's a really good one. Um, so I think... Also, you can do a chest press. I do a chest press on landmine. So you just lay on your back and you have a bar one side of you. Oh. I did this a lot during yeah. um, lockdown. And then you just hold on the end of the plates there. And you... 
you yeah, push you it up. Oh, nice. the hinge, it's still hinged, yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah oh. depend. Find where you feel comfortable with. Yeah. You either go the other side, so your weights are here, or okay, it's there. Oh, and yeah, yeah when I did that during lockdown yeah. a lot. Well, yeah, so when you don't have a lot of equipment, mm. you know that was a good way of uh, getting a, a pressing, um, a pressing like almost like a machine type press in there that's controlled. You know. Yeah. Also, yeah. I think you just we... got to, either set up a bench, yeah. but that doesn't work. But do it flat, so it's almost like a floor press. Mm. You lay on the floor. Which like floor press. presses are really good, by the way. Yeah, we forgot to speak. I love a floor press. Floor, floor presses are so good, especially if you have shoulder issues. Um, and I think like there's there's no cheating involved. Um, so they are a really good one. We did used to do barbell floor presses. That's yeah. in... I've done a lot of uh, dumbbell. Yeah. And dumbbell. Well, dumbbell you, you've got floor presses. I love a dumbbell yeah, floor press. I, yeah. I do them every... Every week, yeah. <laughs> either with a Swiss bar or the dumbbell. So really good if you yeah. do have shoulder issues, do a flat floor press because the, the floor stops you and it's a dead stop. Try and do a well. landmine. Try and do it with a landmine. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. And then I, I think it's a good strength builder because if you do it right, where you're not bouncing off the floor, you yes. have to generate the power and yeah. you're you're horizontal, so you're not generating power without the muscle that work that's working. Yeah. So. <laughs> Don't bounce off the floor. Just you know, resist and push off, and you will so, find you. So with a landmine, yeah, you just make sure you're perpendicular to the bar. Yeah, I don't know if I explain that, so you can just oh nice you know, hinges that way. Yeah, yeah. I think I'd have to play around. I, I I'm, I'm bad you at have visualizing. To play around, just find your <laughs> find find work. But, yeah. yeah. Also, but, the thing is, uh, no, I was going to say with the razors. Too many people go too heavy and wonder why they have no shoulders yeah. it's the one exercise i mean uh look the shoulder jo- it's, it's like a flimsy joint it, it's it's not the most stable joint it's the most mobile joint in your yeah. body it's most but, mobile it's got so many little muscles mm-hmm. yeah. and also not not the most stable but you can't like you can hit the shoulder from many angles and you don't need to get heavy because I know a lot of good coaches say this. The shoulder, best way to grow the shoulder is make it work and get blood in it and then let it recover. And you can do that with lighter weights, high reps, and just a lot of pump sets. The shoulders will grow. And even if you look at the bigger guys, whether it's uh, sports people, bodybuilders, they re- the, 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 like sports people will do a lot of dynamic work. So quick shoulder pressing and then bodybuilders you'll never see them do raises with heavy weight where they they can't control the weight so it's a big mistake i see in gyms where people try to progressively overload the shoulder raises like it's a shoulder press and they assume that i must keep going up in weight and yeah, yeah you can really you're better off going up in reps with yeah. a lateral exercise and do your progress in number of reps up to 30 and then you can superset like if it's yeah. starting to feel like okay this tens are light do your press then go straight into the raise and superset or pre-exhaust like there's many many ways to do it and keep your shoulders out of danger what, do, mm-hmm. what i always say is if you say you're getting good work with say the tens or twelves start with those and then go down so reach your failure point, even if it's 20 reps, go down then to the eights. Yeah, 
Keep going. You do the same there, just keep it going, you know, it's not, it's you know, not... you're better off maximal, maximal reps than, you know, trying to go the 20s and quarter lifting and, you know, yeah. putting a lot of strain in your, your elbow joints even, you know? Yeah, and mm. then with, also with shoulders, you know, try different angles, like like uh, Andy and Claire just said, it, it's comprised of many muscles, so... Play around with angles, you know, when you go higher, you know, you'll feel your, you'll get your traps. Try single arm, try double arm, you know, play with the angles. Just, yeah. just don't over The natural way you did, try back. sitting down yeah. on a bench and watch how little you can actually lift yeah. effectively. Well, you can't cheat. You know, so many people, especially dumbbells, like, you know, throwing them up when they're actually sitting down. Oh, yes. They struggle with a lot, like weights half the size. Yeah, that's actually a good video yourself. Uh, mm-hmm. And make sure to check: Are you re- are you like with every movement? Are you what is what's the shrug? Uh, yeah, and, uh, there's depression and mm-hmm. elevation. Are you elevating first before you know maybe a raise? Because you'll start filling your traps. <laughs> yeah. Reduce the shrugging. weight. Yeah, <laughs> just re- reduce the weight. Otherwise, yeah, you're you know you're constricting. You're pinching everything and. Yeah, and just work on that lightweight and depressing and even and do 30 reps. Yeah, Feeling that muscle. 30 reps with a tube, feeling the muscle, just how the shoulders move. Or like I, sorry, like I was saying, my yeah. favorite, like a one and a quarter raise, yeah. a triple contraction at the top because that's where it's going to be hard. But I also quite like partials or half yeah, reps. I was going to say, yeah, that's the only that. time I'll do it heavy, even with a little bit of cheating momentum in. Because, you know... It, Again, like you've got that jump with the dumbbell, and you're like, I can't, I can't quite get up the whatever it is, the eight. You could do yeah. some heavy partial reps, yeah. so at the bottom with that, mm-hmm. and then, then do, then go back down in weight, yeah. and then work the top range of the muscles. So that's yeah. quite fun. And also another thing is you when you do when you're doing all these exercises, even like raises. You don't need to be stiff. It's, you're not a robot where you're just moving your shoulders up and down. You, 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 you can, you know, engage, like uh, Claire just said, engage a bit of motion. Not swinging, just a, just a bit flowing with the weight and moving with your shoulders. And it's like an example. When I press, like a floor press, and it's a tricep focus one, I have to bring my neck up. And if I don't, I feel a pinch. And then I start hyperextending. And it's something I noticed I used to do because at one, I had this idea my back needed to be flat on the ground with my scapula touching. And then when I changed and started moving together with the motion, I noticed it just sticks out and I haven't gotten a pinch. But before, my shoulders would pinch so badly. So. So I've seen you do it and it looks really yeah, interesting. It's, it's kind of like those machines that move with you. Which, yeah, like you know, the hoist. Just, yeah, which is, yeah. I think, really, you know, there's you don't need to be a static block of wood. Yeah, and the pain, I, like the pain went completely. I press and and it's just that engaging and the breathing and you, it's, I'll, I might take a video for that, but it, it just works even with you side should, raises. It's hard to, it's kind of hard to it's picture kind of, yeah. what you're saying. Because side it, raises, it, I used to be It stiff. looks very natural what he does. Like <laughs> yeah. it's the whole body moving. Yeah. Um, we are running out of time. Let's hit arms before we, we finish up here. Cause I'm sure everyone's like, we want to hear about the arms. Just, uh, do, just yeah. do 10 sets of 10. Okay, fine. There is a lot of genetics involved. Like Leon can just look at a weight in his biceps will grow. Oh, my but for us, 
Ten, mortals. Ten sets of ten. No, you no, don't. I'm joking. I'm actually joking. I, I do think, like, whereas <laughs> shoulders, you don't necessarily, like, especially lateral delts, you don't necessarily have to go heavy. With arms, you can go into those lower rep ranges. Mm. I do think that is beneficial. Oh, yeah, and then find, you know, do a whole do a whole range. Because I think, you know, going up in, in higher reps is good as well. But I think people do get stuck in their heads, especially women, that, you know, arms, you know, it's tacked on at the end, which is fine. But it's like, always 15 20 plus reps so i would challenge you you know try a set of six or seven i I think i think you know a lot of problem is people train their arms differently to everything else yeah go to failure with you know set bicep yeah triceps is one thing i see a lot of people training triceps properly Mm. biceps on the other hand a lot of people swinging weights around a lot of inertia a lot of you know swing Treat it like any muscle, control, progress it, reach failure, you know. With me, biceps, you know, I try to grow them, you know, they're not, you know, more to do with where they insert, they're not my greatest asset, especially if I've got a torn one. But I tend to do two, we end the back day, two, two to three bicep exercises. I sometimes throw an extra bicep exercises on a leg day. Mm-hmm. I've had mm-hmm. a break between my leg days yeah. when you know, I'm able to train legs, um, you know, just because I'm trying to grow them always. Um, yeah. And, you know, that's the thing, it's frequency. Triceps are easy. My triceps grow like a weed. Um, and the fact is, and it's because, you know, you use them in those big pressing motions we've just been discussing. And then, you know, people do the triceps properly. You'll see them. Doing various, tri- there's a lot of people doing a bit light, but you'll see a lot of people going heavy on the push downs and things. Um, you know, there's a lot of people cheating and leaning over, you know, the handles and using a lot of back motion to get that weight moving. But fact is, you know, people are training heavier with the triceps. But when it comes to biceps, either going too heavy and swinging the whole body when it comes to things like anything we barbell or even a dumbbell i tend to prefer like i love a preach curl because mm-hmm. it locks me into a bench i love a cable curl full range of motion cable curl i love my 21s i still do 21s occasionally you know with, you know for those who don't know that's you know bottom half of a curl seven top half of the curl seven and full extension seven yeah, that's one. So good. What's that? Um, yeah, because I do those and I do two of those. Mm. And I still do those quite a lot. You know, we're just, you know, you can get a great pump. And then everything else, I tend to treat like any other muscle. I progress up. You know, I will then try, you know, fail between anywhere between 6 and 12. And then do a back off. Yeah. With a bit more. Yeah. Nope. yeah. Keep, it, keep it simple. And I think... Uh, like any other muscle if well use them with other exercises but if you're struggling to grow your arms start with the arms like on a on a pull day you you'll 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 engage a bit of the bicep so instead of waiting until the end when the biceps are tired start with the biceps yeah always start with what you're trying to grow oh when you're yeah when your you know energy or glycogen is highest or whatever even like even when you're on prep when you're starting your training is when you're most 
sort of but can say I will legit. say yeah. unless you're someone who's competing yeah yeah there's probably no reason to want to grow your biceps more than the rest of your body only because <laughs> if you're looking to get into good shape and burn more body fat yeah. and a bit more muscle mass you get a lot more bang for your buck by making sure you've got a big back or big legs or big chest because you're gonna burn more calories you know, yeah. um, but a lot of things people forget when training um, arms is a brachialis. Get some hammer curls in. I always throw in. What I tend to do mm-hmm. is do a, you know, uh, you know, change the grip on the way down on a preacher. So I turn, yeah, you know, at the top, I t- rotate my hand down and bring it down as a oh, Zotman. hammer curl. The Zotman curls, yeah, yeah, yeah I, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I also really yeah. like like lengthened. Uh, positions for biceps like you said Andy like cable car you can get a really full range or like a an incline uh, like a 45 degree bicep car for me that really gets them um, and my my favorite bicep one is it was it's from Joe DeFranco where you you hold halfway for five seconds mm-hmm. then you do five full reps and that's one rep you do that five times and if you really want to kill yourself do that at an angle mm-hmm Brutal. So if you have limited equipment, try that. It's like twenty ones, but on yeah. on steroids. Yeah, I, I tend to do. Um, I, I program in a lot, and I was doing cats programming the other day. She told me not to add them. <laughs> but basically, where you hold the bicep, uh, you hold dumbbell on one hand. You do ten. Yeah, yeah. Hold the dumbbell. Those are good. Do ten on that side, and do eight. Mm-hmm. And then it says 10 down to 3 wow. or whatever. That's, yeah. Well, that's a good one. I'm going to have to do that. Yeah. And then, yeah, one's always locked in and locked out. By the end, like, you're struggling yeah. to keep that one locked out. Oh, that sounds awful. Oh, thanks, yeah. Andy. Yeah. I'm going to try that one. I love that because I think it, it like, it's, it's good to train your biceps, again, as a woman or if you're working on pull-up strength. If you're pregnant, you're going to be lifting your baby. Like, work on your biceps. Um, and and this different is thing angles. It is important, but also aesthetically, yeah. I know a lot of women who purposely ask me to. I want, you know, you know, I want to have nice arms. Don't you know, tone with these arms. Yeah. Uh, or what have you been doing to train your arms? Oh, yeah, it's like I want to tone uh, Well, <laughs> yeah, we don't just magically happen. You know, the fact is, you've got to. Go out of your way and build a bit of muscle there. So when you lose the weight, you know, you've yeah, got you a bit it. of cap, capped out, nice yeah. tricep, nice bicep, you know, maybe a little brachialis in there. But fact is, you know, you've got to, you know, you've got to train it like any other muscle. It's like when we talk about anything, you know, muscles all respond to the same basics, progression, enough protein, and then, you know, rep ranges vary, but the fact is reaching failure is or close to failure. So we're not talking to say, you know, true failure, but, you know, for a lot of people, what they think failure is, is, you know, mm. eight, you know, a level eight or nine. Yeah. You know, so the fact is, you know, that's where you should be aiming like any other muscle. Yeah, and, and stop doing half reps for biceps and triceps exactly. and wondering why they're not growing. <laughs> lengthen. Get them, yeah, I guess. you know, get your triceps in that lengthen well, position. triceps, I think, is one where, again, you want them in the right plane. Yeah. You know, and like a really good one is the katana tricep where, like, you're reaching behind your back. Like, if you've yeah. got a cable, that's really good. And, I mean, if you have that dual cable, you can do, like, a double yeah. katana triceps like that is a really good angle so often when you're doing push downs 
people are doing it too narrow, especially big mm-hmm. dudes. Like yeah, you've got yeah, a small too. bar. You're just going into internal shoulder rotation and you're not actually working your triceps. So make sure you've got a nice wide bar and you're working that kind of 45 degree angle. That's why if you have like a long rope, that's really good yeah. because you can really go wide. go wide and work it for you. Like our rope is a bit short. But yeah, then again, you can do it two. single arm. You could just do it single arm. So, you know, just just watch out for that, that you're not going into that internal rotation. Same with your biceps. A lot of people go into internal rotation on that. Just mm. really watch your form and just, yeah, you know, choo- choose your exercises. Like again, like an overhead extension here with a dumbbell. That is not your best tricep exercise. Like even dips, tricep dips, not your best exercise. So, you know, I like just... the hand rotated ones though. Oh yeah, if, yeah, because that can be they, it, like it's shoulder, the tricep dips can be quite harsh on your shoulder. Yeah, but if, if you, you turn have... your hands out, it can be a bit better. But again, I think like if you did a narrow grip push up, much yeah. better. I prefer uh, yeah. I was gonna say instead, of, I tend to use dips now more for chest mm-hmm. and a bit of shoulders with the triceps. Mm-hmm. And if I'm really looking to focus a big exercise for the triceps. A narrow grip press of some description. So good. Yeah. A yeah. lot better builder than most other things. Yeah, um, I do floor, I, floor like, presses for the I, triceps. I agree. I'm, I'm with you, Andy. Like my, my biceps just, I think just, I have really long, long ones. They just never look juicy. Yeah. But triceps, triceps are juicy. I mean, I do store a lot of my, my fat there, so you don't always see them, but they are <laughs> juicy. And I, and it's, it's for me, what's grown them the most is like heavy pushing, narrow grip pushing for sure um and then yeah like i was saying proper proper selection of of tricep and movements lengthening those um, muscles and yeah. like the way i've done it now is i do it on my cardio days yeah, because arms. i get to the end of my workout i'm like arms and then i'll just not do them or i just don't <laughs> give them any intensity so like leon was saying Same. if you want to grow them i just prioritize them or do it on a separate day um, the only issue with that, like sometimes they don't recover and they impact what I do the next day. So what Andy was saying, like you can do like biceps on a lower day, something yeah. like that to just so that you can give it the necessary intensity it needs. So you can play around with when you do them. Yeah, same. I do. My arm days are like 40 minutes now. Just put that. It's like a day on its own. I do supersets and I, I, I do give them more attention than just thinking in the end or yeah, do two quick sets. I'm done. Then yeah, I start telling then, myself my arms are okay anyway. So, <laughs> so yeah, it's just taking that mindset. You yeah. can help yourself a bit more by, even if you are doing two sets, making sure they're two intentional sets. Yep. Yeah. You don't need a lot. You don't need a lot for a bicep. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not the mechanisms of a bicep are really simple. Right. You know, and then you may want to get a bit of some sort of hammer curling in there for your brachialis, but. Yeah. Generally speaking, if you're training with intention, it's going to be... By, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I always tell guys, biceps, uh, they're like a boring boring muscle to train because no matter what you do, if you're curling a bucket, if you're curling the most expensive weights in the world, mm-hmm. the movement is the same. It's not like a squat where you can use different bars, different machines, be yeah, on your yeah, back. Yeah, exactly. Variation <laughs> in movement. Like, there is, essentially for bicep, one movement pattern. It is. That's How it. How you achieve that could be a bit different, like, you know, concentration yeah. curls, overhead cable <laughs> curls. It's still... But it's still flexion of the elbow. 
yeah. it is just a simple elbow flexion it's, it's... you know and triceps is the same in reverse except for you've got you know a couple different heads there that you can sort of target yeah yeah so because with a bicep you know it is two heads but they're very close together yeah, it's, uh... right. You know, you're not going to be able to. Unless you're super what some lean. People say, well, some people say you can target with different heads of your bicep. You can't really. You can't. It's, it's you know, genetic. You can power. target, as I said, the bicep and the brachialis, which can give you bigger appearing arms. You know, if you, you know, if you only train biceps, you're kind of missing out that sort of 3Dness of a, the arm. Yeah. So. There was, I think it was Dr. John Russin. Russin. Russell? Yeah. And he was no, it's not him. It's not Chad Waterbrew. Mm. Anyway. Pregnancy brain, it doesn't matter. Exactly, yeah. Brain <laughs> pregnancy brain. And he was looking at gymnasts. Yeah. Um yeah. and their biceps are amazing. And that is from isometric contraction holds on the rings. Wow, so he had quite a lot of those in his program. So like just holding yourself like if you've got the rings or a TRX, even a bar really, but just holding yourself like in an L sit or something, you know, that that's why I really like those isometric holds. Like Andy was saying, like I was saying, I, you know, if you've never tried those before, maybe put them in and it, you know, as much as, yeah, you're, you're, we were just saying there's not that much variety you can do, but I think adding in those like ISO holds can bring, bring, you know, just bring in some next level. And, you know, if you've stalled on your growth, Try those because they they're truly brutal. They're really really good. But I just thought that was quite interesting. I just yeah. remembered mm-hmm. that on our rings. Oh, you know they're doing like the mus- muscle. They're up. just pulling up Stuff into up. muscle ups and just just that holding strength. in the tricep like position. Yeah, yeah, they they yeah. Never, they never sit and really do maybe one accessory. They'll do light dumbbells, but you never really see weightlifters like having an um, gymnasts are like some of the strongest people that you'll you'll ever see and the guys are all stacked right we're all about two foot tall we're all stacked (laughs) you know i had i had a teacher who's a really good gymnast really good rugby player mr short and his arms were huge when i was at school like you know and he used to do like a pommel horse and stuff and swing his legs around and but but just be holding himself and his triceps and just do that, and his legs yeah. just spin around. And he was great at gymnastics, or yeah. yeah. But he had massive arms, and I don't think he ever went to a gym a day in his life. <laughs> so you know, just food for thought there. Um, yeah, yeah. I I quite like. I use the the TRX for triceps, like an overhead one. I find those are really good because it's the only thing that gives me like tricep doms. But again, like it's playing around, everyone is different biomechanics, but you know, you don't need to complicate arms. You don't need to do a hundred million reps every day. Yeah. You you can go into your low rep ranges for them, focus on your form and... Every day is not arm day. Every day is not arm day. Like I think, you know, Leon has worked his way up to have like a one arm day. Yeah, he can do that. Most of us, you know, we'd need a bit more. I think it's crazy because even, uh, when I started with JP and did check-ins, I didn't. He didn't. He didn't. Uh, he, he never programmed arms for like it's eight like weeks. You had too many. You didn't have enough muscle anywhere else. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. No. He's like so skinny, no. and then just. Yeah. It's He's like, like no. I'm going, right, but let's just have to yeah. get my back. Yeah, he was because <laughs> I did. Yeah, I did more pull days. There were no arms. Well, that or... But that's the thing. And JP's a big proponent of that. Yeah. But, 
a lot of people, and I say the same thing, don't worry about your arms until you have enough muscle yeah. everywhere else. Your arms, especially for newbies, will grow. They will just grow as you train. They may not be get to where you want them to get, but once you've got enough muscle everywhere else... Then it's, yeah, he doesn't need one Then day. you can just start doing your yeah. arms. Yeah, so, but, you know, work your way up to that. I yeah. that's That can take years, depending. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I think probably our longest uh, episode yet. <laughs> it's quite a well, lot to cover. Recently, by... I think. Yes. <laughs> the longest one recently. That's yeah. a long one to the past. Yeah, I know. Oh, we, yeah. We, we have. But it's, yeah, there's a lot to cover. And I think it's quite an interesting topic because, yeah, like you say, people just butcher so many things or... <laughs> Yeah, just don't really understand a lot of the movements. I think this would be quite good. We did that a podcast episode on pregnancy brain. Anyway, it was like you know, so like common injuries and like how to work around them. You know, especially when it comes to pressing, I think there's you know a lot you can do. You know, mobility wise, even soft tissue work to prevent those injuries because you know you see so many dudes and. You know, they have like TRX arms. They're all internally <laughs> rotated. Like, you, you know, when you stand, your, your, you know, your palms should be sort of by your sides. You know, so you'll often see people who just train too much chest, like their hands face backwards because they're just so internally rotated. Well, it's a bit like I used to see this a lot growing up in rugby. A lot of guys would train just biceps. Yeah. They would never train. They would have T Rex arms. So you see them like standing there naturally, and their arms would always have a slight bend to them, yeah. right? Because they never do the counter thing. So you know, because guys back then mainly wanted to have just big biceps. Yeah. They realised to have big arms. Actually, majority of it is tricep Triceps. rather than bicep. You know, so you just see them do loads of bicep curls, and when they're not, when we're just relaxed, their arms have a slight bend to them. And that's not good. Like stretch, stretch your biceps, roll your biceps, pecs. You know, keep them, keep them nice and stretched as well. If you do a lot of tricep exercises, you can get a good bicep stretch at the same time. Mm. Remember that. You know, that fully lengthened position. You want to, you know. Yeah. So just keep in mind, you know, your your shoulder health as well when you're doing all of these things, um, and never just sort of train. One muscle group, um, yeah. So I think we'll we'll wrap it up there, and hope you find some parts of this useful.